Today on Locked On A's and Giants, we're doing a special crossover. And if you've been listening to Locked On A's, you know what's coming. I'm trading people away. It's going to be fun. Ben Caspic is here. We're going to have a great time. Let's get into it, you guys. You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans and Giants fans? Welcome to episode 388 of Locked On A's. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, I am joined by the great, the wonderful Ben Kaspic of Locked On Giants. We're going to be figuring out if the A's and Giants could actually be trade partners. They need some pitching. The A's have... Um, they just have a lot of guys available. So we're going to see what Ben needs, see if we can hammer out a trade. That is on the docket for today's episode. But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making Locked On A's and or Locked On Giants your first listen of the day. We are both free and available on all platforms. We're both just the managers of YouTube channels that are absolutely blowing up right now. There, it, the Bay Area knows what's going on. It's great. Uh, as for me, you can follow the, the Locked On A's program on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, uh, please, please send them because I'm going to be on paternity leave in about a month. So I want to get some episodes out for you guys. Send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And Ben, How's it going? Where can people find you on the social medias and, you know, anything else we want to plug? Hey, Jason, it's going well. Uh, looking forward to this conversation. The Giants and A's do actually really uh, seem to match up. And so it's going to be interesting to see what we can hammer out. Uh, the listeners can find me on social media at Ben Caspic, just uh, first name and last name. And that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. And of course, the show is Locked on Giants. I like it. So I guess the question that I have to ask the, the Giants have a lot of holes right now in their starting rotation. Buster Posey also just retired. Uh, what is the plan for the Giants this offseason? Is it going to be a, they just won 107 games? They, they won a lot of games last year. I It's probably, they're probably not going to win 107 next year. But is the plan to take a little slight step back, maybe win 95 and compete with the Dodgers that way? What What is, what's the target right now for the Giants this offseason? Well, yeah, I think it is the the plan is to be competitive, whatever that means, just to put the best team that they can out there to win 107 games. Pretty much everything has to go right. Mm -hmm. And when I look back at season highlights, I look at all these different games that they should have lost. I mean, not to say that they were like lucky or anything like that, but just all what it takes to win 107 games is just so much perseverance and, and just good baseball and and mm -hmm. and it's just hard to it's hard to do i think everybody knows that so yeah i mean i don't think anyone expects them to go out there and win 107 again but and like you said with posey opting or not opting out retiring opting out forever <laughs> uh, it's he's hard to replace and so that right there i mean if you just think about like wins above replacement or something you're losing 
even if you have all the rest of the success that they had, you're losing five plus wins maybe by losing Posey. And it's possibly more than that. So yeah, I mean, 95, I think would be great if they can, if they, if you could tell me right now that they could win 95 games in 2022, I think everybody over here would probably take that. Everyone who's uh, being reasonable. For sure. I, but there are a lot of holes in that starting rotation. Kevin Gausman is signed. Is that correct? He, no. he is not. Okay. No. Uh, that was qualifying offer was last year. That is not this year. How, how many pitchers do they have in their starting rotation right now? One. What? And it's Logan Webb? Logan Webb. He was really good. So that's a that's a nice starting point. Um, yeah. Are there any other holes that the Giants need to address this winter? Not per se. Well, first base was one. It was a big pressing question. Uh, they put the qualifying offer on Brandon Belt, and he was the only guy to accept it this year. And so he's back. That was that was a big goal for them this offseason was to bring him back. He's kind of quietly been elite offensively the last couple of years when he's been on the field. He has dealt with some injuries. But besides that, I mean, you could definitely always afford to make an upgrade. And, you know, there's some depth kind of spots and, and arguably an outfielder, possibly a right-handed outfielder with good discipline and power. And we've talked on my show about how there's a certain former Oakland A's outfielder who potentially makes sense there. Former meaning, you know, as recently as 2021 in Mark Canna. So there are some spots here and there where I think they'll look to upgrade. But the big glaring thing is the starting rotation. It's yeah. just clear and obvious. They they need, a, they need starters and lots of them. Would you be interested in Steven Piscotti? Probably Did not. Did you get lefties? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're yeah, probably I mean, looking it, for for more of of someone who can make an impact as opposed to kind of that fourth fifth outfielder type sure. if they do because canna he would probably you know play pretty much every day if they were to sign him mm-hmm. um but also the starling martes of the world the I, i'm kind of blanking on the rest of the outfielders at the moment because i've been so focused on starters but probably not like the the kind of back-end guys and more impact outfield bats. For the starting pitchers, what other free agents could the Giants be interested in if not if they're not going to be pulling from their minor league system? Who who are some guys that are rumored to be scouted by the Giants currently? Well, of course, there's Gosman, who has been a really good fit here and has kind of broken out with the Giants the last mm-hmm. couple of seasons. And he loved it here. He actually grew up a Giants fan in Colorado, oddly enough, but uh, he likes pitching on the West Coast because of the proximity to Colorado and specifically playing in the NL West where they travel to Colorado multiple times per year. So he likes that. Um, so it makes sense, a reunion there, but he's just one of any number of starters who have been rumored to the Giants. I mean, pretty much if you throw a baseball, you're rumored to be on the Giants radar because that's how much they need starting pitching. But from the top of the market all the way on down, I mean, you look at your Carlos Rodon, uh, your Max Scherzer, I think that would be a great fit. They tried to acquire him at the deadline. He ended up going to the Dodgers, of course. Uh, John Gray, and then of course, Alex Wood and Anthony DiSclefani, who were on the Giants last year and had a lot of success. They've talked about wanting to bring that team back. And of course, the team won 107 games, so it's not 
surprising they want to bring a lot of those guys back. But um, yeah, Gosman is kind of the big fish, I would say, but Scherzer and others as well. Does Gossman know that the Rockies actually play in Colorado? I know that they might not have been a team when he was latching on to a baseball team in his youth, but they are now, and they're very close to Colorado. Yeah, he's one of the few pitchers I've ever heard talking about how he loves to pitch (laughs) in Colorado. But uh, for a while, like he just got bad luck. He never got to pitch in front of family there. Uh, because of various reasons, including he finally was with the Giants and they go to Colorado and then it was the COVID, you know, pandemic and, and no fans were allowed in the stands. So he he enjoyed when he finally got that opportunity. That's awesome. Uh, coming up on the show, I'm going to be talking. I'm, I'm going to ask you which A's players you could be interested in in a potential trade. But uh, you wanted to tell me something about a certain something, didn't you? I wanted to tell you that I love Thanksgiving, and it's right around the corner. It's actually a week from today, of course. But something that always gets me is that the delicious desserts, I just, I tend to not indulge in sweets as a health-conscious person. Enter Built Bar that can replace that coconut pie, replace that raspberry pie with a raspberry Built Bar or a coconut Built Bar. They taste like dessert, but they come in with a healthy profile just four to five grams of sugar, low in calories as well. So if you're looking for something to replace uh, the guilty pleasures of Thanksgiving, maybe you've had one too many slices of pie and you want another, you can actually just go for a Bilt Bar and feel guilt-free about it. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Locked On A's and Giants special crossover where we try to make a trade happen between our teams, which doesn't happen very often. So we're, we're breaking new ground here. Farhan Zaidi is just that bridge right now, I think, between the A's front office and the Giants front office. And uh, hey, maybe it actually happens. These two teams, as we mentioned in the previous segment, they match up very, very nicely. And I am curious which players are on your radar. Well, from the A's, it obviously for me is the starting pitchers. And the guys, of course, who have been rumored to be available, Sean Manaya, Chris Bassett, both on the uh, entering the last year of club control. And then there's also Frankie Montas, who has those two years of club control. So for me, those would be the three guys. Is there anybody in particular that you would want more than the other? Because I could see two of these three fitting very nicely with the Giants, as much as I hate to say that. I could see them being really good fits in that clubhouse. It, do you Give me two out of three that you would like. Probably Bassett and Manaya. And and Ooh, uh, okay. the the fact that it's only one year of club control, I'm just kind of a stickler. You know, the, the extra year of club control is going to cost more. And yeah. without, I mean, I haven't exactly, I don't have their numbers like pulled up directly in front of me here, but... Uh, Montas, I mean, he had a great season, it looks like. And Bassett, of course, had a great season, too, that was interrupted by that very scary hit-by-pitch, or excuse me, hit-by-comebacker in the face. And I don't know, maybe, I mean, talent-wise, probably Bassett and Montas, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, Manaya, it looks like out of the three, maybe uh, hasn't had, I mean, he had a good season, but the other Mm -hmm. two had kind of great seasons. 
Chris Bassett kind of broke out a little bit. He put his name on the map in 2020, but it was a shortened season, so nobody really knew how to take that. And 2021, he was like, no, no, that, that guy that you saw last year, that's me. That's that's who I am. He is a bulldog on the mound, and I think that he, he's one of those guys that I could definitely see being a very nice hit for the San Francisco Giants. He feels like a kind of guy that they would generally go after, and uh, he'll give you, you know, six innings no matter what. He'll give you a quality start basically every time out. He'll throw 30 pitches in the first. He'll still go get through six somehow, some way. He misses barrels, and that's most of his game. He, he throws a bunch of pitches. He misses barrels. He just keeps you guessing. He is a pitcher's pitcher. He is fantastic. He doesn't throw super hard, but he he knows what he's doing up there, and I really like watching Chris Bassett pitch. And I think that you know Giants fans – if he was wearing their colors, would also like watching him pitch quite a bit. Uh, the other guy that I thought that you would go after, but obviously that the market value would be a little bit higher, would be Frankie Montas. I think that he would be another solid fit for the Giants. Uh, but moving on to Shamanaya, since you're not interested in Frank. No, I mean, I mean I'm interested. interested but... <laughs> it's it's going to cost more, right? And so I'm exactly, trying to yes. I'm trying to keep my costs down if I'm giving up uh, <laughs> prospect capital in addition to having to pay the salaries, which yeah. you know they're very reasonable salaries. But yeah, I mean, I imagine Montas out of the three would probably cost the most given the yes. two years of of control. And especially after his breakout season, well, not breakout, but he stayed healthy for the entire season. There was no suspensions. He made all of his starts, and he had a 3.34 ERA, I believe, uh, which is really, really good. And he had a couple of blow-up starts. So without, you take out those blow-up starts from early on in the season, he had like a 2.84 ERA. That's really, really good stuff. And you can get two years of control of that guy, and that's who the A's, if they do move him, they're trying to move him at that value right there. Um, whereas the other two guys, one year of control, very solid guys, but, uh, maybe that you don't have to dip into your top, you, know, you got some good prospects. We'll, we'll talk about them here in a minute, but, uh, with Sean Manaya, he had basically a rough August and the rough August kind of set him behind and made his overall numbers look really bad. Uh, he had a 384 ERA, 394 ERA for the season. I, I'm going off the top of my head. Um, so it wasn't sterling, but he had like a nine ERA in August. He his arm, I, I believe, got a little tired because of going coming from the 2020 season, shortened season, and then going into 2021. I think the innings caught up to him for a few starts there, but then he he rebounded nicely and overall he had a pretty good season. He was very very solid for the Oakland A's. He's a great guy to have in the clubhouse. I love Shamanaya, and. Uh, I, I hope he doesn't go to the Giants because I love him so much. And I, I, I like all these guys so much. But Shamanaya is the, the one that I've always held closest to my heart. So hopefully he doesn't go there. Hopefully he ends up in like Toronto or something if they if the A's do in fact trade him. Uh, I would also like to watch him for one more season. But I, I'm not going to be holding my breath on that one. So with that in mind, is there any position player that you may be looking at? Like a Chad Pinder, maybe not a... Maybe not a uh, one of the the quarter guys, one of the mats to add to your Brandons. Would you be going after somebody like Chad Pinder? Mo Laureano could potentially be available. Shamanaya could potentially be, be available if the A's are going full teardown. Would those guys interest you? Not really on the position player side. I was going to say Matt Olson before uh, the Brandon Belt situation was ironed out, but because they they have Belt locked up. I'm thinking if if you want to really go for broke and make it a, 
a large deal. For me, it would be uh, pairing two of the pitchers together, whether it's Bassett and Manaya or just any combination of the two. I think that would that's intriguing. I mean, you you've got three really good starters here uh, under very reasonable salaries. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so if you're going to package them for me, that's how much of a need starting pitching is. The Giants <laughs> literally have one starter. Like it's pretty uh, dire. They have to, not that they're panicking, but that's like the only focus right now. Well, in just a minute, I'm going to give you some guys that I have my eyes on in the giant system. But first, we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. That is code LOCKED ON. It's all caps and one word locked on. And that's how you get your 50% welcome bonus from basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, UFC right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your favorite sports. And that's because bet online is where the game starts. All right. So with that, uh, welcome back to the locked on A's and giants crossover edition where we we've established who you would like to be San Francisco Giants in 2021. And uh, right now I'm going to I'm gonna give you an idea of who I'm eyeing. And uh, it, there's some good prospects. Three guys, one of them's really, really good. And you're probably going to say no, but hey, let's see. Let's test the waters a little bit. And then the other two guys, I think that they're more acquirable. That's a word. Um, and so we're going to go with that. So first guy on my list, number three Giants prospect, according to MLB Pipeline, and that is Luis Matos. Uh, he's the number 77 overall prospect in baseball. So top 100 prospect. That's not bad. Um, he is a right-handed batter. He's 19 years old. He plays the outfield. He has a 60 hit tool and he has average or better tools across the board. And he has gr- good, if not great, bat to ball skills. Those are things that I am looking for. I'm looking for bat to ball skills in a return for basically anybody that the A's trade. I want guys that can make contact because uh, we don't know how baseball is going to change in the next three, four, five years when the A's might be competitive and contact never goes away. So that is one guy that I would be eyeing if you're I was planning on you saying Frankie Montas, but if you're if we're packaging Bassett and Manaya, he's still available because uh, the value, uh, according to the Baseball Trade Values website, uh, which isn't gospel, but it gives you an idea of values and worth uh, on the trade market. I think that Luis Matos would be the the centerpiece of the deal. Is he available from your standpoint, Ben? Not to be a stickler, but <laughs> I mean, I I honestly I think like a like a gm might think and uh, my first reaction is hell no yeah. <laughs> you know um because matos is a special kind of guy yeah. in the system where he's kind of erupted in the last couple years his 2019 his first uh season in pro ball he just absolutely burst on the scene if you look at those 2019 numbers mm-hmm. he was just an absolute monster he hit seven homers and had 20 
steals in in 55 games with a 430 on base percentage was just a monster and then this year he followed it up with a 15 homer 21 steal 358 uh, on base 313 average he's just been nothing but great in professional ball so his stock is absolutely on the rise and I would imagine that when more top 100 prospects lists come out he might actually be a lot higher than that so he's he, I'm, I'm not giving him up um, be, simply because, and this is something we can talk about more in a second, but Giants have cash, right? They're a team that's not afraid to spend some money, and right now they have all this money freed up. And so they would rather just spend and acquire starters than give up someone they really like yeah. who's a prospect in order to get starters. And so I want to hear who your next two guys are, but but that's just Matos is kind of valued higher than maybe the, the rest of the industry sees him right now and honestly that makes sense but as i said on my uh, on locked on a's yesterday um i for me in a trade package i want the a's to go after some top tier hitters he's obviously one of the giants better hitters in their system and it matches value he, he's not quite uh is it helio ramos is, is he number one right now or is marco he luciano five? marco um, luciano that's the one there's a lot of different guys that you could you know, mix around in the top yeah. five or so. And they have like Joey Bart has been number mm-hmm. one in the past and has fallen a little bit to maybe Luciano, who's still a teenager. Uh, but many consider a top 10 prospect in the game at this point. And yeah. Ramos, Ramos is a guy who may be expendable. So we can, we can keep talking. Uh, but yeah. I, I mean, that makes sense. And it, it makes sense. The giants would hold their prospects a little more closely given how they were able to rebuild basically their entire start, you know, not even starting rotation, but all of their pitchers were basically just kind of acquiring. They, they kind of piecemealed an entire staff together last season and they won 107 games. So they don't necessarily need to be giving out. They, they, they have the recipe. They know who they want to target. And if one of these guys from the A's is who they want, maybe they pay that price. But it seems like they could go get a bunch of guys on one-year deals and try and run it back and do it again. As you said before, uh, a lot of things have to go right for that to work. But, I mean, it seems like they've unlocked some sort of a code in how to go ahead and just go ahead and sign guys. So it does make sense that he might not be available for me, but that's who I wanted. Uh, I don't know if we're going to actually reach a deal, but hey, here's my next two guys. Uh, number nine on the Giants prospect list, according to MLB Pipeline, is Jairo Palmeiras. Uh, are you familiar with Jairo Palmeiras? Yeah, I mean, I don't know all that much about him, but he's definitely a name that has come up from time to time. He is a uh, lefty bat. He's 21 years old. He also roams the outfield. He has a quick bat, uh, good pitch recognition, and uses the whole field. I like that. Uh, he's got a little bit of pop. He can go, I think he hit 25 home runs in the minors last season. Um, I liked it. He, he struck out uh, like 28% of the time in a ball, not, not advanced a, but a ball. And so that might be a little bit of a red flag, but if you coupled him, I don't know, with Luis Matos, uh, I'd be very excited about that and have him be not necessarily a flyer. Cause he's still a highly ranked prospect, but he's got some tools, but there might be some swing and miss in his game too. Um, I, I like the quick bet and it seemed like his, he had some good makeup and the giants always have really good makeup guys. And so trading with the giants might not be a bad idea for the A's. Uh, and then the last guy on my list, 
would be number 24 ranked prospect, according to MLB Pipeline, Gregory Santos, who served an 80-game suspension starting in June last year for uh, PEDs. But he has a, a big fastball and a, a big slider, and his fastball touches 98 with sink, and that's as a starter. But as a reliever, he was hitting 97 to 100 out of the bullpen. And uh, the A's need velocity. They need guys that can throw good sliders. And uh, it seemed like he would be one of those guys in reading up a little bit on the giant system. So that was my trade package for Frankie Montas. But uh, Frankie Montas is not the guy that you're going after. What what prospects would you be offering over to the A's to try and get Shamanaya and or Chris Bassett? Yeah. So, I mean, Gregory Santos, you mentioned that that's a really interesting one because he's on the 40 man roster. They really uh, aggressively put him on the 40 man, even though his experience, he hadn't pitched above a ball when they put him on the 40 man roster. And he debuted this season at the major league level and uh, he it didn't go so well, but it was a two inning sample. So forget about that. But I mean, yeah, like you said, he thrown he was thrown 100 uh, or thereabouts, and then he gets hit with the suspension. But what's interesting and, and worth thinking about is the 40-man roster stuff because mm-hmm. there's this deadline tomorrow. For those of you listening, uh, we're recording on Thursday night. So on Friday, there's this deadline, of course, where teams have to uh, add players to the 40-man to protect them from the Rule 5 draft. And the Giants have a bit of a crunch, and they have too many guys who are either already on the 40-man or will need to be put on the 40-man including some pitchers, actually. And so, I mean, guys like Santos who aren't necessarily in the immediate plans but are on the 40-man roster actually makes sense in a trade. And consolidating maybe, you know, three, four guys and getting one pitcher in return actually might make a lot of sense. So Santos is one of those guys, although they do think highly of him as well. Uh, He was kind of a pop-up guy and got added to a lot of people's top 100 lists. But in addition to that, I'm trying to find uh, Seth Corey is a name. He's probably going to be added to the 40-man tomorrow. Sean Jelly was a second-round draft pick behind the Giants' first-round pick of Joey Bart in uh, 2018. And this guy is 6'11", and he's not a strike. He's not a um, strikeout pitcher, and you mentioned the A's needing kind of... They, the A's do well with this type of guy, though. I mean, Chris Bassett, like you mentioned, um, funky. And Sean yeah. Jelly, 6'11". He's very tall and skinny. He's like slender. And his last name is Jelly, but it's spelled with an H <laughs> and a J. So he's a, he's a guy, I mean... I have no idea how to spell this guy's name now. H-J-E-L-L-E. Gotcha. Okay, that makes way and more he, sense. Yeah, so... But Seth Corey, I mean, he's probably going to be added. We'll look out for that, but... Uh, he was one of the best pitchers in the minors in 2019. And then mm-hmm. uh, when he fixed his command issues, but then the command issues popped up again in a major way this year. But he's he is a strikeout machine, but has the command issues. So they may have to add him because they don't want to lose him, but also he's not in the immediate plans. And so I do think Jelly and Corey and maybe Santos there is the makings of a potential deal there if you are consolidating guys who kind of help the Giants with that 40-man crunch. I, I, Corey was one of the guys that I had looked at, and I was like, oh, I like this guy. But the command issues, I was like, I don't know, maybe. Because we've seen some Giants prospects in the past have command issues and then just not necessarily have it later on either. So 
Uh, maybe it's a different coaching staff that could be, I mean, he's obviously fixed them in the past. He could do it again. Um, but I could see two of those guys, maybe uh, take Santos and either of the other two guys. And then a bat of some sort that is good with contact and could be a, a nice piece for the A's. For me, it's kind of like the draft. You take the best available player. It doesn't really matter what position they play. The A's have a lot of outfielders. Are they all going to be major leaguers? Probably not. So, uh, And they have shortstop kind of covered. So you could move. If you acquired a shortstop, move them over to second base. It doesn't really matter. Um, they're going to need to fill first and, or and third probably. So uh, that could be a thing. But you could also have Tyler Soderstrom, the A's starling you know, uh, catcher. He could probably, he might be a first baseman moving forward. He might be an outfielder. Depends. He's still young. He's figuring it out. But it's going to be interesting if these two teams do make a deal. One, because they, they made a deal. And two, it would be for significant pieces, not, you know, just a uh, one-way deal where, you know, there's cash coming back or anything like that. So it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on. And the 40-man the roster is also something to keep an eye on. Just for clarification's sake, I'm pretty sure, but correct me if I'm wrong, that say Santos or Corey were left off of the 40-man roster, the Giants could still trade those guys in the time leading up to the Rule 5 draft, correct? Yes, but okay. um, Santos is on the 40-man, even though yeah. he was suspended. They had to put him back on. So, yeah. um, And then one more thing I wanted to mention, I was thinking of just now, that they also have a bunch of guys who are out of minor league options on yeah. their 40-man roster who might also be in that same situation where you don't necessarily envision an immediate path to playing time, but they're on the roster and you can't option them. So they're definitely a team that could make a trade out of this kind of crunch that they're in. Some of those players include Tyler Beatty, a former first-round mm -hmm. pick who has looked really good at times recently, had Tommy John in 2020, so he's back and, and ready to go again. Mauricio Dubon and a bunch of others as well. So there's definitely the potential uh, for a deal there, given that situation. I think my only pushback would be with the A's, if they're going to be entering a full rebuild, as we're, we're kind of expecting right now, uh, I don't know that they'd want guys that are out of options that they need to keep on the on in the big leagues. Uh, they'd probably want a little bit more flexibility, so they may be better suited for a team that's closer to contention and not necessarily starting a rebuild would be the only pushback. But I, I know those names. I'm very intrigued by them. I just don't know if they necessarily fit with where the A's are headed. But uh, it also might not matter if they're going to try and stink for a few years. So there's all that. But that is all that we got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making the Locked On A's and or Locked On Giants your first listen of the day. Now go make Sully and Locked On MLB your next listen of the day because Sully does a great job over at Locked On MLB. And his podcast is also free and available wherever you get our podcasts on all platforms. Uh, ben, one more time. Where can the people find you? Uh Locked on Giants, everywhere you get your podcast and on YouTube. Of course, it's the baseball version. Don't be fooled by that Locked on Giants <laughs> football. <laughs> Apparently, they exist too. But anyway, also uh, on social media, we have a, a show account and my personal account at Ben Kaspik. And for one more time for myself, you can find the show at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram and wherever you like to hear podcasts, especially YouTube. Uh, I am at by Jason B on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But that's all that we got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and maybe even Giants fans. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.